my question was we often hear the notion that we should respect elders but when it comes to the elders for example in my family every family has some sort of problems and i get to know some things about them after that i don't feel like i should respect them because those actions weren't right so if i don't respect them the society hates me and i get scolding for that but if i do respect them i feel bad so shouldn't we respect behavior instead of just respecting elders and is the notion that we should always respect elders correct what do you mean by respect first thing like talking politely talking properly uh no talking um, politely and talking uh, properly is something you should anyway unconditionally do right even if you yeah. are talking to a crime convict hmm you do not want to be particularly impolite do you hmm, no. hmm? so politeness uh, and property uh, these are uh, uh, not things that are first of all uh, dependent upon something else and secondly these are not very intimately connected to respect what is respect respect is having a genuine appreciation inside me of that person i feel for example valuing valuing that person highly yeah valuing that person highly but so after knowing such things I'm so so it's all right it's all right if you if you clearly see that a fellow has very little that can be highly valued there is no compulsion at all to accord a high importance or high value to him or her there is no need at all we need to probably widen or deepen the question a little before i assess or value somebody do i first of all know for myself what is valuable because you see you two are demonstrating your value system when you say that uh, if you do not respect people elders in particular then uh, you are you are frowned at or looked down upon so you are valuing something here what are you valuing you are valuing acceptance and you do not want to lose that acceptance uh, hence you are raising this question do you see what i am saying you are saying there are people who do not deserve your respect so you do not demonstrate respect when you do not demonstrate respect then a lot of people do not look at you favorably hmm? they think you are some kind of a rascal or renegade and you do not like that hence this question now you value the fact the or the possibility that you need to be liked accepted and loved and when that love or acceptance is withdrawn by the others because they think that you are being disrespectful to elders you do not like it right so here it is a demonstration of your own value system 
what what does your value system say it is valuable it is important to be liked and accepted by others otherwise if you are just being true to your own independent honest assessment of people then why do you need to worry about how the people will respond once you honestly demonstrate what you think of them are you getting it let's learn what is valuable in life and behaviors containing basic etiquette or politeness courtesy they should not be dependent on uh, what a person's worth is irrespective of the worth of a person just by the dint of being a human being everybody deserves some consideration basic politeness so that i suppose you could grant unconditionally but when it comes to other things in life you must have a very very solid standard of values solid and universal in the sense that there should be no double speak no hypocrisy the same yardstick you use to measure your own worth must be applied to others as well you cannot hold yourself in high esteem and look down on others if you and the others are fundamentally the same what is worth valuing in life beat beat an elder uh, a younger one a professor a peon doesn't matter what is it that you want to value in life from what you have uh, said hmm? from from your rebellious expression there is one great thing i could gather first of all age is not the fundamental determinant of value you cannot say somebody has age on his side her side therefore he deserves to be valued it's not so arithmetical otherwise at the age of 20 you just need to wait to let your age multiply and the day you become 60 you are already thrice as respectable so that sounds foolish right so so age cannot be a determinant what else can be used to determine the worth of a person it's usually the behavior the actions how like how they interact with people how they go about their life can we get deeper into that for example if there is a 20 year old person who works in ngos who does, does a lot for society who has a really like positive way of talking to everybody and is polite to me i would respect him a lot but 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 uh, may may i just 
but we just said that politeness is something we must anyway unconditionally extend to everybody right so politeness really cannot be a strong determinant no? what can be a clear determinant or or a set of determinants how do we know somebody is actually respectable this kind and i think basic kindness kindness huh? so so that's a good one nice see the the moment you start going deeper into it right you will fumble and struggle a little so that's all right in fact that's a good indicator that now you are probing something new when you probe something new then you cannot come up with quick ready made answers right so you will struggle a little and that is great right so you said kindness 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 is a great thing right some people also call it compassion wonderful hmm so you you respect someone according to uh, her depth of compassion hmm? and you look for that and that is not always visible in behavioral patterns of the kind we are used to because you have used the term behavior three or four times hence i am emphasizing compassion is something subtle hmm? it sits in the heart behavior can be manipulated you can design your behavior to make it look respectable to make it look kind but behavior that exudes a a a figure a semblance of kindness need not actually be arising from a point of kindness but we all know what kindness looks like therefore it is easy to put on behavior that looks like kindness hmm? so you you are uh, on the money when you say that kindness is valuable but you must also strive to know what real kindness is hmm? and kindness is not always uh, of of the face Uh, that you see in the in the movies or in fiction or in general culture hmm? in general uh, how do you spot a kind person mm, for example if for example there's a dog on the road and he's hurt so somebody is giving him biscuits or like taking him to the hospital if he's sick or helping people around them right great so let's extend this example so this fellow picks up the dog takes him to the example and the doctor says the dog is weak yeah. the doctor is weak the dog is weak so this fellow goes and gets fresh chicken to feed the dog hmm now what happened to your example yeah i understood how like understanding how a person is kind or not is a very broad thing it's not that easy to judge a person right so yeah. behavior can be deceptive patterns can be put on hmm? we we as intelligent beings must take care not to be deceived by patterns and behaviors and such superficial things 
right? So, kindness is one thing. What else uh, do you think is valuable in life? Mm. I'm struggling to find something right now. But then you are very eager to take away respect from people, huh? without knowing what is respectable. What the context that I had behind the question was, for example, there is a person in my family who abused me as a child and now... So, so now, 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 may I please? So now here you already know what is not respectable. Yeah. What is not respectable? Like abusing someone and... Broaden that, broaden that, being exploitative. Yeah. So you have someone in front of you who is not strong enough or, uh, or developed enough to resist your, uh, your gruesome advances and you are taking advantage of the kid's position, need not necessarily be a kid. Hmm? Could be an animal, could be a grown-up, could be, could be a 90-year-old disabled woman no? and doesn't want to take care of her, rather is seeking part of her, let's say, property. It's much the same thing, no? Ex being exploitative. So, being exploitative is not good. If someone is exploitative, we have no obligation to value that person highly. Hmm? This is called having inner clarity. Otherwise, we all have just a haze of feelings. So, we roughly know, we vaguely know, but there is no clarity. So, so, now you have some clarity on that. If somebody is exploitative, I will not respect him, irrespective of uh, his designation, age, uh, relationship to me, whatever. Hmm? Equally, if being exploitative is so disrespectful, what is it that uh, deserves respect, what is the opposite of being exploitative? Helping. Uh, being generous. Being generous, being... Being large-hearted, hmm? being magnanimous. If I see someone of that kind, then I'll offer my unconditional respect. But the thing is tricky. Seeing kindness, I am repeating, is not always simple because kindness will not always take the forms we are used to. Equally, exploitation will not always take the forms we are used to. The form that you are referring to is very obvious, very gross. A kid being exploited by an elder. Here it is obvious what is happening. But then there are far more numerous and, and subtler, very hidden ways of being exploitative. And we don't even detect exploitation taking place. 
and so we continue to offer respect. No? So to, to determine who is respectable, what is respectable, one needs to be attentive to life. Otherwise, your respect and disrespect will all come from a nebulous point within, hmm? a vague kind of feeling. You will just feel this person is not good. Hmm? And you will say, oh, this is my intuition or my instinct, but that is no good. You need to have clarity, not intuition or instinct. Hmm? Intuitions and instincts are for animals. They have, they have nothing but instincts. As human beings, we need intelligence, not instincts. No? So, so, you need to think about these things. Hmm? Before we close, maybe a couple of uh, more examples of things or traits that are respectworthy. Some people who distribute stuff among like young kids, in the people who work in Anganwadis, the people who uh, like sponsor education for children who are not able to do that on their own, and people who help others with people with. Yes, you are you are you are very nicely covering that dimension, hmm? the dimension of kindness. Hmm? Can we? move a little to the other dimensions as well. I can't think of something. So, you have a batchmate who has come from a very uh, remote and ill-served uh, part of the country, hmm? from a disadvantaged section of the society. And he could still somehow clear the entrance exam and make it to your place, your campus. And then there is someone who is coming from a metro city, from a good affluent upper middle class family, had the benefits of all kinds of training and coaching and good food and, and vehicles and what not. Hmm? You see what I am going towards? The difference between the lifestyle. Yes, so, so what really is respectable, that is what I want to come to. I am a bit confused right now. The, the heart to strive against odds, for obviously a just cause, that is respectable. Not so much one's place in life, but the odds one conquered to come to that place. Are you getting it? Typically, students who come from these far-flung places do not belong very well to the campus. Hmm? They remain on the margins, right? Because uh, their culture is different. Hmm? 
they do not get that much of acceptability and respect. Whereas, if you think clearly, those are the ones who deserve greater respect. Because fighting against challenges is something we must value. Do you agree? Yes, I hmm? definitely agree on that. Someone who gets things easily in life is all right, we have no grudges. But someone who fought his way against difficult odds to achieve something worthwhile is surely someone who deserves a salute. No? So, so have an eye for that. And often it also happens that such students, at least initially, do not perform very well in the campus. So, if you just look at their performance, they will probably belong to the middle rungs or even uh, to the lower strata of grades. But one of them, having a CGPA of 6 or 6.5, is probably doing better than a Delhiite or Mumbaikar having a CGPA of 8 or 9. How does it work in your campus? Is it CGPA percentage? It's CGPA. CGPA, on a scale of 10. Okay. So, where you are is not always a very definite indicator. Just as we said that your behavior itself is not a very definite indicator. Similarly, your place too is not a very definite indicator. You have to see where the thing is coming from, be it the behavior or the person. Where is the person coming from? Now, coming from a point like that, if that person could perform this way, then I, I value this, I respect this. Hmm? Right? Then there is a word called conviction, hmm? being true to oneself, being true to oneself. There is hardly anybody who does not know anything about life or there is hardly anybody who is totally wrong in his or her view of life. None of us are totally right either, but at least some measure of goodness we all have, hmm? the idea of goodness that is. We know what goodness is like and still we fail to live up to our own concept of goodness. We know what is right, we know what is valuable. And yet, we do not act as per our own standards, right? So, conviction, which is very intimate to integrity, is something very, very valuable. Is this person living up to herself? We are not talking of standards set by others. We are talking of your own inner standards. Are you true to yourself? If you do not know a thing, 
it's probably all right, you're ignorant. But the problem with most people is not so much in their ignorance. It lies in their lack of integrity, hypocrisy. You know and yet you do not live that way. So have an eye for that. See who is living his life as per his truth. I'm not talking of the absolute truth here. I'm talking of your own truth. There is nobody who has no concept, no personal concept of the truth. That personal concept is often flawed, I agree. But it does exist. It does exist and is very useful. It is useful because it helps you move beyond itself. But only if you first of all live up to your concept of truth. Most people do not do that. See that. See that and when you find it somewhere, do not hold yourself back. Right? Then there is a thing called depth of love, which is sincerity. Right? Being attracted towards something, somebody, some ideal, anything is one thing. And remaining true to it over long periods against challenges is another thing. Hmm? Now, can can you can you um, can you spot that and and respect that? Then there is yes, wonderful. Then there is courage. Hmm? Even if you know what is the right thing to do, there is always a price to pay. And most people just do not have the, the integrity to pay the price. The audacity to, to, to give up on their established and comfortable patterns of life. And where you find someone heartfully paying the price, Respect that. It's no mean thing. It, it requires a lot and very few people live, uh, live, live up to their love. Right? So, so these are the things, rather some of the things that are valuable. And wherever you find these, it's time to, to bow down, to, to get close and to learn. Hmm? Of what use is respect if it just uh, involves um, token behavior. You go to someone and say, oh, I respect you so much and you fold your hands or you offer obeisance, uh, does not mean much. The moment you say you respect something or somebody, it is then incumbent on you to first of all get close if something is worthy enough. Why are you still distant? Get close and learn. Get close to rise. If something is respectable, it is higher than you. If it is higher than you, use that thing to get higher. Right?
Anything more you want to add to it? No, uh, this actually gave me a lot of clarity. Like my concept of respect was quite short and it broadened. So um, I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you.